Hey everyone, welcome to the High Vibe Human Podcast Redesigned. I'm your host, Lexi Ray, a human design reader and early childhood and family specialist. I am gifted in understanding human energetics, relationship dynamics, and family dynamics. I founded High Vibe Human with the intention to share the magic of human design in practice. We are all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level. When we understand ourselves and the world around us, we are better able to show up and create the life we truly desire. I am so proud of you for being here. Let's heal together. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human podcast. Um, today, we are talking about your signature in your human design and how we can celebrate that because it's really important to celebrate yourself. However, if you are not sure like where to even start celebrating your own self, it's helpful to look at your signature in human design. Um, so we're going to dive into that and we are also – what was I going to talk about too? We're also going to talk about your not self themes because this is kind of like the opposite of your signature. When you find yourself in this, uh, in your not self um, body, then you're, you're not following your strategy and your authority and you need to do some grounding work and you need to come back to your body. Uh, maybe you need to get out of your headspace um, and stop listening to your mind and allowing your mind to make all the decisions for you. Come back to your body and listen to your soul and your your um, intuition. Your strategy and authority will help guide you back to your signature. Um, and then you can celebrate. Yay! <laughs> um, so before we get into it, I want to pull a card from my Angels and Ancestors Oracle card deck. I have been loving this, as you guys know. Guardians of the Four Corners, Mother in the Earth, Father in the Sky, Angels, Ancestors, Sacred Ones, I call on you and welcome you here now. Let's shuffle this bad boy up and get our card for today. Um, today I drew the snake. Shed old skin. Let's find out what this one is all about. I haven't drawn this one yet, actually. So let's find out. Um, it's a totem card. Cast off the old. Reveal your true colors, talents, and gifts to the world. That's the main message here. Here's a little bit about the snake card. In many spiritual traditions, the snake offers powerful medicine. In tantric teachings, it symbolizes the kundalini, which is the powerful serpentine energy within that allows you to reach your highest spiritual potential. When the sacred ones saw a snake in nature or encountered one in a dream, they knew that there was transformation in the air. For me, this is the writer, the snake card not only represents the shedding of old skin, but moving beyond the limitations caused by carrying the venom of negative thoughts about others or the past. Here's the extended message. The energy of renewal is washing over your life at this time. If for some reason you feel that your true self hasn't been recognized or you've been misread by others, know this energy is now leaving you. As you've been working through your old stories and all of the limiting beliefs that you've 
accumulated along the way. You've been peeling away a shield of skin that has created limiting experiences. Your own personal commitment to growth has been recognized, and now the external world will begin to reflect all of the work that you've been doing within. If you feel someone you love has misunderstood you recently, they will be able to see beyond that. If you are willing to recognize your own challenges, this is a time for renewal, abundance, and connection. Let yourself be reborn and celebrated. What a beautiful card for focusing on our signature today. And when we strip away everything that no longer serves us, we're able to fall back into our signature um, body, our signature aura, our signature feeling. Every, like Our signature is what we came here on this earth to experience. It's our birthright to experience these things. So if you don't have your chart handy, go get your chart handy. Um, there's a link in the show notes for um, getting access to your free chart. It's on mybodygraph.com. I use this for all of my clients and all of my readings. Um, it's it's very uh, brief. Um, unless you want to pay for it, go for it if you want to pay for it. But um, I would recommend getting a reading done by somebody. Um, I do readings. Um, and yeah, so sign up for one if you're interested. Um, okay, so what you're going to do is go over after you have your chart up, go over to the information tab and under your type, strategy, not self-theme, signature, um, all of these things will kind of fit together. So your not self-theme and your signature are what we're focusing on today. If you haven't listened to the episode about your strategy and your authority, um, that's another really, really good one. Definitely go listen to that. I believe it's episode 17 where I dive into the magic of using your strategy and authority. So definitely go listen to that one if you haven't yet. Um, Okay, so if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, your signature is going to say satisfaction. What I like to view satisfaction as is joy. So generators and manifesting generators are here to experience joy. This is the majority of the human population. About 70% of humans on earth currently right now are generators or manifesting generators. The difference between those, again, is that um, a manifesting generator has their sacral center um, connected to their throat center in some way or form. Um, And then a generator will have their throat center not connected or defined um, to their sacral center. That's the main difference. Um, Their auras are very, very similar. It's it's how they represent their auras and how they express themselves that comes off a little bit different. So if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, your signature is joy, satisfaction, Following your gut responses is going to be key to finding your joy. So when somebody asks you a question and you don't get that initial like hell yes feeling, just like a full body hell yes, then it's a no. And if you follow something that's a no or it's not a full body hell yes, you probably won't be experiencing your signature of satisfaction or joy in that experience. And it's okay to still um, choose to do like 
whatever thing that you're responding to, like um, uh, sometimes we have to go to work or sometimes we have to go to a family function, um, certain things like that might not bring us like pure joy, but it's also in the little things. Um, so like something as small as choosing like what you're going to eat, you know, make sure that that food that you're about to put into your mouth is, is like lighting you up and you're so fucking excited to eat it or, um, make sure that that person you're about to go on a walk with is going to be somebody who, who asks you the right questions and your conversation is so stimulating that you just feel so like ignited afterwards. Those are the types of experiences that you should be responding to and saying yes to, um, to follow your joy. So instead of following your joy through your mental space, through your mind, follow your joy through your body, through your authority, through your strategy. Um, and again, go back and listen to episode 17 if you haven't, and a lot more of this will make sense because I dive deep into all of that stuff. Okay. Next, let's talk about projectors. So projectors' signature feeling is success. This is when they feel 100% recognized by another person or um, in a situation where they are there to help and they are there to be the guide and they are there to see how things work and how to make things better. That's, That's what projectors love. Projectors love making something and sharing it with the world and having it just be consumed with joy. So if you haven't heard yet, projectors and generators and manifesting generators work very, very well together. Projectors are able to see the energy, the the generator sacral energy of those sacral beings. um, And we're able to, I'm a projector again, (laughs) Um, we're able to guide that energy into a better um, space or we're able to see small, minute little tweaks that can be made within um, a relationship or a business or a conversation or an environment, um, things like that. And we're able to be that guide. However, if we step into a place of, of, sharing our expertise when it's not welcome, when that person is not ready to hear it, when that person doesn't want it, doesn't need it, whatever the reason. Um, If that generator, if that sacral being is not getting a hell yes from us, then we are going to start falling into our not self theme. And we're going to start getting really bitter with ourselves and with other people. And those generators, those sacral beings are going to start getting really frustrated with us because we're telling them what to do when they didn't even ask for help and they aren't taking our expertise for and our wisdom for anything. They're they're blowing it off and it's not going to make anyone feel good. So projectors and generators or projectors and sacral beings do work really well together when they're both living by their design. Um, and, and this, this is seen in the workplace and in careers really well, um, in relationships really well. 
like any any type of relationship. This can be a friendship, a romantic business, like I said. Um, but just knowing how the other person works and knowing how to um, respond or invite that person into um, energetic exchanges is is prime. That is key. Um, okay, let's move on to the manifestor energy. So the manifestor energy is a little bit different because they do still hold their own. Um, they don't have they don't have the sacral energy, but they have their own power to initiate through informing. Um, their signature is is peace, and their not self theme is anger. So that is very much the extreme of the human emotion feeling. Um, when you're angry, you feel zero peace. So when a manifester is angry with something or feels anger towards a situation, then then they are not living in their um, in their they're not using their strategy and authority properly. Uh, maybe they're listening to their mind. Uh, maybe they're listening to other people around them rather than rather than initiating and and putting their desires and their energy out into the world. Um, and how a manifester can work well with projectors and and generators is that they can initiate the ideas and and they can they're able to to bring bring new things into this world quite easily. Um, and they do sometimes have the energy to um, execute those things properly, but sometimes they do need the help from a generator to do all of like the busy work that maybe doesn't light them up, but the the generator might love to do, you know, organizational type things and um, all this and that. And I'm, I'm speaking in terms of maybe like a, a business partnership right now um, rather than like a relationship or an interpersonal relationship. Okay. Lastly, let's talk about reflectors. Reflectors are a very small amount of the population, but I do know some reflectors that are dear to my heart. Um, and I think we all might know one or two reflectors in our lives if if you do the the, the search and um, take the time to put people's birthdays into your body graph um, account and all that stuff. Um, so for projectors, they have completely open centers. They only have a few gates defined, no channels, nothing activated except for a few gates of their own. They become activated by the daily transits. Um, they also become activated by other people around them in their circle that are close to them. So their, their um, signature is wonder. They are here to sample all of the differences in our world. And, and when they are following their strategy and authority, which is following the, the lunar cycle, following the moon, um, and understanding the energy that 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 the their environment is giving them and understanding the energy that other people are giving them, they are able to feel true wonder through experiencing other people. Um, they reflect what society or what that other person is truly feeling. So if that person is a glittery, glowing generator that is living by their strategy and authority, um, 
sometimes people do this without even knowing it. And it's so beautiful when this happens. And I meet somebody and I look up their chart and I'm like, holy shit, you are a freaking thriving generator who already knows how to live by their their um, unique energy. And I find that a lot with generators compared to the other types like manifestors and projectors kind of have a hard time maybe in our world, in our society, um, following their strategy and authority because it's so different than what society tells us to like, you know, listen to your gut, respond. Um, I don't know, like do the things that you love, work, 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 like grind culture, hustle culture, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um, so when a reflector is not experiencing their signature theme of wonder, they are experiencing disappointment. So when, when they're not able to sample people around them correctly, or when, when the people around them are, um, are like, I don't want to say the word too much, but when the ener- when they're not able to ground themselves in their own energy and kind of kind of get rid of everything else that's not theirs, then they fall into this place of disappointment because they're not able to experience everything that their aura is trying to experience because things are getting stuck. It is so important for for reflectors and anybody with a lot of openness in their chart to have that time to ground themselves in their own energy, having space alone in your own aura. Um, I talked about this a little bit with Colleen on her episode recently, her second episode recently. Um, but but for, for sleeping habits, um, a lot of people with a lot of openness in their chart, especially reflect, reflectors and projectors, it's so important to sleep in your own energy. And that means to watch out for if you live in an apartment complex, watch out for like where you put your bed against a wall because um, your aura doesn't know like matter, what matter is. It's just, it's in space. So you could be picking up on like your neighbor's aura through the wall and not even know it. And maybe that's why you're restless or something at night. Um, So be mind, just be mindful of all of that. Like don't obviously stress yourself out. But just be mindful about all of those things and make small changes. This is all an experiment. If you enroll in my program, Redesigned, I give you a whole experiment, human design experiment workbook that you get to work through and journal and take notes in as you are experiencing all of these things um, and kind of uncovering what you need in your life and maybe what you lacked in your life, um, what's been lacking, all that stuff. So just a reminder about all of these um, energy types that I that I talk about. Um, our aura is more like our innate genetics and our and our energetic body. This is not as much of like a personality kind of thing. Um, when I when I dive more into our profiles, um, for example, I'm a two four. Um, hermit opportunist profile. Um, when we dive into our profiles, that's a little bit more like how our personality will show up. Um, so if you look, go over to your body graph and you scroll, it's just under um, authority. It's called profile. This is in the information tab again. Um, 
it will give you two numbers and then like kind of a descriptor of what those two numbers are, what they mean. And you can Google this and kind of like, you know, do your own research and look it up. Um, but if you're able to do this with another person, like another human to bounce this off of, like a human design reader, they're, they're able to um, compare your profile with the rest of your chart and with the rest of your life. So like you'll probably start conversations and giving them examples about what happened, like childhood stuff and like relationship stuff and all this and that. Your profile is more of your personality than your aura is. Your aura type is how your energy um, interacts with the energy around you. So I just wanted to reiterate that. Okay, so how can we celebrate our signatures in human design? Once we are able to start living by our strategies and authorities, we can fall into this space of living in our signature all the time or almost all the time. Um, Obviously, we always are just doing the best with what we have. And sometimes our best is maybe us falling a little bit into our not self that day and that's okay um everything is well nothing is linear everything is just a blob happening all at once and we're experiencing things at different times and I had a little um mushroom experience recently I just took a small dose microdose capsule but I had this thought um about how we experience the world around us and how collective consciousness is actually just one collective consciousness. Um, My mom was telling me recently, no, it wasn't recently. It was before I moved to LA. So this was like at least six months ago. Um, She was telling me about a similar experience she had in a romantic relationship like when she was younger um, to what I had just experienced with one of my exes. And she was like, just, you know, making the comparison and saying like, I've been through something similar, da, 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 da. Um, which is really cool. And I'm so glad that my family is able to talk about those things. And we all feel pretty comfortable around each other. Love my family. I love them. <laughs> um, okay. What was I talking about? Oh, um, yeah. And then more recently on when I took this this microdose recently, I was just witnessing like people around me experiencing different things um, at the same time. And I, and I thought to myself, I said, holy shit, um, people experience different things at the same time, but people also experience the same things at different times. So do we all experience the same things but in a different order because of how we're moving through space in our human bodies right now? Does that that make sense? Um, If everything has already happened that will happen and like time is more of a 4D construct, like we experience time differently living as a 3D 
the being, then time is the fourth dimension. So technically, if the, there's a fifth dimension, and if there's a fifth dimension, then that is outside of time. And if that fifth dimension is outside of time, then that means everybody who is human has the same consciousness and is just experiencing being a human through however many different vessels or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It was a super high mushroomy thought. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that throw that out there too. Like we all have our different aura types and different energy types and we're all meant to interact with each other and learn from each other. Otherwise, we're just bits and pieces of ourselves, of ourselves, of um, I don't know, consciousness, uh, floating around, and I mean, not floating, <laughs> walking around in these human bodies, not learning anything. It's the connections that help us learn, and it's the connections that trigger us, and it's the connections that help us grow. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a big um, inspiration behind um, celebrating your signature this episode today. So um, my my personal family dynamic, I have I'm the oldest of three sisters. I'm a projector. My middle sister, Carly, is a manifester and my youngest sister, Riley, is a generator. Um, And then my my two cousins from my my um, dad's side visited over the weekend and they're both manifesting generators so we had all well we didn't have a reflector but um our other cousin who wasn't able to make it is a reflector if she was able to come we would have had all of like our auras types in the same vicinity and i can already tell like how much of a vibe we would have been if our other cousin was there holy shit um but wow um it's just so cool like as a projector being able to see these patterns and how things work um let me know if you're a projector as well and you relate to this how you're able to just like see dynamics in your family really really well um go use the voice control i think you have to make an account real quick on the anchor app but please it is so worth it i would love to hear your voices send me a voice message and you can be featured on this podcast um yeah please do that let me know what you think of um uh, living as a projector is like and and if you are also able to really pick up on your like your family dynamics really well um that might just be my little specialty. Everyone, every projector has their own kind of system that they're really good at. Um, they're really good at seeing. Anyways, so celebrating your your signatures with other people who have different signatures is so powerful because then you're able to just lift each other up even more and celebrate each other even more. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, Generators are kind of like these glittery, glowing auras. And when they're living um, in their signature, when they're experiencing joy, they are able to um, 
recognize projectors for who they are and then the projectors will start to feel successful in that relationship because the the generator is feeling joy and then the projector is feeling success and then the manifestor is here and the manifestor is initiating all of their wonderful, beautiful, great ideas and bringing the group like forward. The manifesting generators are over here obviously being super glowy and everything too and and they're like have that slight manifestor trait to them as well. So they're they're initiating and informing us about their ideas and and it's just like such a good vibe when everyone is able to step into their own magic and step into their aura and just own it and and know who they are. <sighs> I love my family. <laughs> um I made this Instagram reel uh talking a little bit just a very very brief um thing about this but the reel is so cute you guys should go look at it um it's like our little weekend cousin weekend sister weekend on Catalina Island um and yeah it was so cool it was so fun um Catalina Island though had this very strange like small town vibe um this is like a tangent story <laughs> but it had this it had a, such a strange small town vibe where um it seemed it seemed like it was so much fun and it seemed like it was so perfect but then like if you start talking to some of the locals like what we were talking to some of our waiters and bartenders and stuff like that um there's like there's like some little island small town island beef <laughs> between some people um and it was mostly like the men on the island just seemed like very uh fuck that there were a a few misogynistic encounters we experienced um for example taking cute booty pics on the beach with your sisters and your cousins right you're you're maybe not trying to be super discreet about it but nobody like you don't give a fuck you're just trying to get like a good video or picture or whatever like we're creating content right now and we're having fun and we look cute and whatever we don't want some misogynistic asshole yelling at us saying show me your butthole where's the crack slapping his own ass like what the what the hell um, we ended up saying something to him and everyone around him kind of like gave him a look like, yeah, what are you doing? But it, it surprised me that the women that were with him, um, one of them was probably like his wife or his girlfriend or something. They were laughing along with him. And that just like hurts my soul because if, if you're, if you're in a relationship with a guy like that, like, damn, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, we're, we were okay. We were taken back and it killed the vibe and whatever, but we were okay. We were safe. Um, but that woman that he was with, I mean, I feel bad for her. Um, there was another moment and it, this was like later in the evening when people had been drinking a lot more. Um, I actually had a few beers and I don't normally drink, but I had a couple beers and it was pretty fun. Um, 
Still not drinking the, the liquor, though. I haven't done that in so long. I probably won't again. Um, but anyways, um, so yeah, everyone kind of had been drinking a little bit and, um, this group of guys, like we were dancing on the dance floor. There's nobody else on the dance floor. Um, we were just like having fun being like silly girls and dancing, doing whatever. And, um, these guys come up and they start throwing dollar bills at us. And we were like, uh, (laughs) Thank you, but no. <laughs> um, the bartender or the the bouncer ended up coming over and was like, yeah, no. Um, uh, yeah, you guys need to – if you guys want to keep this, you can pick it up, but um, no. And she basically just like told the guys that they need to stop. Um, they didn't get kicked out or anything, but that was weird too. So overall, Catalina Island was a freaking blast. Um, definitely loved it. The nightlife gets a little weird, small towny vibes. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we might make it a little annual cousin thing. Um, yeah, that was so fun. Shout out Catalina Island. <laughs> Oy. Um, the main point in in telling that story, ignore the tangent of the misogynistic assholes that were on the island. But that cousin weekend with our dynamics and everything, like it was so beautiful. We were able to celebrate ourselves and each other in the most beautiful way because we were all able to step into our signature and step into our our most magnetic highest self and yeah it was dope it was so great um understanding the people around you is is makes me personally makes me feel like um and maybe it's a projector thing but it makes understanding the people around me makes me feel so much more comfortable and recognized and and um makes makes me a more able to step into my signature of of feeling recognized and feeling success um so yeah it was beautiful um okay i want to wrap this up like i like i have been like i normally do with a few deep breaths so <sighs> thank you for listening and spending your time with me today. We are going to take a few deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. Make the sounds like you're you're fogging up the, the window or the mirror in your bathroom. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. Really push all your air out. We're going to do two more. One more. Drop your shoulders. Roll your head around. Stretch out your neck. Mm, feels good. So next week, I have a guest coming on. 
Her name is Ana, and she is from Spain, and she is um, a yoga instructor and breathwork instructor. We talked a lot about breathwork and just the power of your breath, um, so I'm excited to edit that one and get it out for you guys next week. Um, in the meantime, send me a voice message. You can scroll down in the in the show notes and click the link. You might have to create an Anchor account if you haven't yet, um, but then you'll be able to send me voice messages whenever and I am able to feature you on my podcast. Um, I would love to hear from you, so please, please, please send me a message. Um, there are also links below. I am offering human design readings until July through July. Um, once July hits, I'm going to be focusing on my signature program redesigned and I will still offer readings during that program, but it's going to be a lot, uh, a lot deeper dive into yourself and human design systems and how to use your human design, um, experiment throughout your life and, um, in your relationships and in your family dynamics and all of the above. So yeah, explore that if you're interested. I would love to be your guide and I would love to be your your projector energy to to help um to help to help. I just love to help people. <laughs> all right. Um love you guys. I'll see you next week. <laughs>